welcome back to another episode of The Campaign Grind. I'm Pedro Diaz, I'm your host, and this is The Campaign Grind. Guys, today is Friday, it is Flex Friday, and I'm going to talk to you guys about... Ready? (laughs) We're going to talk about how to beat an incumbent. All right. The reason I want to talk about this is because we've do we're actually doing now several municipal races um, throughout the entire state of Florida, especially now for November, and we've encountered lots of candidates, lots of candidates that want to run for office but are scared of running for office because they don't want to run against an incumbent. Okay, and it's not necessarily because you know they got anything in the in in the in the closet or any skeletons in the closet or anything like that. It's actually because they don't know exactly what to expect. Okay, they believe that just because they have a, a an incumbent, um, that he's he or she is unbeatable, and nothing can be further from the truth. Um, it just takes a little bit of work, not a little bit. It actually takes a lot of work. So in this episode, I actually want to go into a little more details of exactly how we've been able to beat out incumbents and actually what it's really taken to win. So we do have some housekeeping as we always do. So if you are a first time listener of the campaign grind, guys, welcome to the campaign grind. This podcast is for everyone. We do not discriminate whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a politician, you're a candidate, whatever it is you are. I guarantee you're going to find useful information in these episodes. If you're an avid listener of the campaign grind, guys, I appreciate the love and I appreciate the support. Thank you guys so much. We don't charge a thing for these episodes. These episodes are 100% free. The only thing I do ask is that if you find any value whatsoever, you share it with a friend. So that was quick because I want to talk about how to beat an incumbent. So the reason, once again, we're talking about this is because... We've had a lot of meetings with candidates that want to run for office and have called us up. Hey, you know, I want to run for this seat. I don't know where to start, but there's actually somebody in that seat right now. Um, And obviously, we tell them to really do a little bit of their due diligence, a little bit of their homework. And we also got to do our due diligence um, to make sure that the incumbent, you know, he or she is not necessarily, uh, uh, you know, a bad person. So we got to figure out exactly does the incumbent have, you know, a good track record or a bad track record. You know, we, we got to do our due diligence and, and you as a candidate, you should do yours as well. You shouldn't just run against anybody just because you say, Hey, fuck it. I want to run for something. Um, if you're going to do it and if you're serious about running for office because you really want to get elected or you really want to do good by the community, um, do your research, figure out exactly who, uh, the incumbents are that you know may not necessarily be very popular within your community because he or she voted a certain way or hasn't been as as uh, accessible as they should be. You know, don't just do it because fuck it, I want to run, so I'm going to run against you know a good fucking uh, uh, incumbent. Um, no, do do it if you're going to do it. You got to find out exactly who one the most vulnerable is and two, um, you know. Somebody that hasn't necessarily, um, I guess, done what they need to do, okay? So once you identify that particular person, and that's the seat that you're going to want to run for, um, you got to mentally prepare yourself that you are going to be 
uh, out raised. You know, you're not going to be able to raise incumbent money unless, you know, you, you can self-finance that campaign and just loan yourself as much money as possible. Um, more than likely, especially if you're running against an incumbent, that particular incumbent is going to have more money than you um, because they know how the system works. They have a list of the different lobbyists and, and usual suspects that donate to these campaigns. So, you know, it, it's going to be the, the, the fundraising aspect of the campaign is going to be, you know, lean more towards the incumbent um, because once again, he or she is in there. They know who the people are, who the players are, and so on and so forth. Um, so don't get discouraged by the money. Believe it or not, the races that we've won where the incumbent has actually uh, lost, where we beat the incumbent, um, our clients didn't necessarily have the most money. You know, they actually had the least amount of money. Um, the difference was, and this is the key to any successful campaign, but more importantly, to beating an incumbent, is the work ethic. Our clients had a phenomenal work ethic, okay? It was ridiculous because what ends up happening, especially if you're an incumbent, um, you, you normally get what I like to call incumbentitis, right? So incumbentitis is this thing that, that you know, it, it's, I don't think it's a real word. It's something that we just call or say, um, and it's basically when an incumbent, you know, uh, is comfortable because he or she is already in elected office, they have money, and they solely rely on the money to really win their campaign. Um, so that's what we call incumbentitis. And, and we've been very blessed that the candidates that we've put up against an incumbent um, have had tremendous work ethic and that the incumbents themselves have actually had incumbentitis. So that combination, it's magic. That's where the magic happens. So um, you've figured out exactly who you want to run against. You've come to realization that you're not going to be the number one fundraiser in that particular race. You've realized the fact that you're going to have to put in a lot of work because regardless whether you have money, regardless if you don't have any money, you're going to have to put in the work because the incumbent has something that you don't. And it's not the money but it's a name recognition. He or she has been in, into elected office. He or she has been on the ballot before. He or she has been going to the different events in the city, the town, the state, whatever. So people know exactly who this incumbent is, okay? So they know that person. They have that name ID. They have that brand, okay? So that is something that you're gonna be working against. So right there, you have money that you're not gonna have working against you, and you have the name ID that you're not gonna have because you're not an incumbent. So if those two things do not discourage you alone from running for office, but even more running against an incumbent, then listen, what you got to do is you got to bust your ass. You got to knock on doors. You got to make phone calls. You got to have a message that resonates with the voters. Because what ends up happening is that a lot of these incumbents, yes, they're into elected office. They've been representing the community for X amount of years. But the reality is that Sometimes, especially if they're one of these that you've that fall into the category of um, not doing exactly what the voters want or, or been accessible as they should have been, um, they're usually going to be campaigning off of what they remember last. So the issues that they campaigned on two years ago, four years ago, six years ago may not necessarily be the same issues we have now. You know, yes, school shootings and all this violence has been going on for years, but 
now more than ever, it's actually at the forefront. You know, police brutality is the same exact thing. You know, it's happened all the time. But now it's with social media. It's actually much more, uh, not common, but it's actually come up more. Why? Because of social media. And the same thing with the school shootings and, and all this crime and everything that's going on in the community. So because of social media, all these issues are coming up and that's what people are talking about. So while the incumbent is out there knocking on doors or sending mailers out talking about, you know, um, these development projects that are going to be happening, which are going to be bringing jobs, you know, to the district or the community, you're going to be out there campaigning, talking to the voters, talking their language, letting them know, listen, we got to do something about you know keeping our kids safe at school we got to do something about you know the police brutality or or you know what can we do what can be done you know and you're actually speaking their language because you're knocking on doors you're talking to them you know what the issues are so while you're out there grinding meeting the voters figuring out exactly what they care about and that's the best way to build your platform is to knock on doors and talk to voters because i guarantee you they're going to tell you what they want what they care about most Okay, that's how you build your platform. You're resonating. Your message is resonating with these voters, while the incumbent, on the other hand, is just spending a whole bunch of cash, sending him mailers on issues that they may not necessarily care about. Okay, so granted, you're not going to have the money. You're not going to have the the name recognition. But what you are going to have to do is you're going to have to put in that work. And that's the bottom line. People to ask me all the time. Hey, so what did you do for this campaign? What did you do for that campaign? Listen, there's no secret. The secret is that the candidate puts in the work. And we tell all of our candidates this, we could do 100% of our job, but if you, the candidate, do not do 100% of yours, this campaign is not going to work. Why? Because voters want to see, smell, touch you, the candidate. They want to see that sweat dripping off your forehead when you're knocking on their door. And I guarantee you, a lot of incumbents don't do this. Why? Because they get comfortable because they have all the money. They ha- they've outraised you. They have more name recognition than you. But the only thing that they cannot have more than you is heart and will and that desire to win. Guys, if you have any questions whatsoever, give me a call. 1-888-688-DIAZ. Once again, 1-888-688-DIAZ. Or visit our website, diazcampaigns.com, diazcampaigns.com. Guys, until next time, I am Pedro Diaz, signing out. 